It's time to sit back, relax, and listen to Conversations with Joan. Conversations with Joan will inspire, motivate, and empower you. Live your best life now. Listen, learn, think, and decide. And now, here's your host, Joan Herman. Welcome to Change Your Attitude, Change Your Life's Conversations with Joan. I'm Joan Herman. Thanks for tuning in. Conversations with Joan focuses on topics that are important to your life, from health and wellness to professional development to personal well-being. Change makers join me to share their insights, tips, and strategies so you can thrive and live your best life now. Thank you for taking time for yourself, and thank you for letting us be a part of your life. Now, let's start talking. Just when you think everything is on track, life will throw you a curveball. Today's guest, Karen Lagronegro, joins us to discuss how she used a gratitude practice to battle crippling depression, grieve the loss of her mother, and navigate the unexpected diagnosis of Down syndrome for her youngest daughter. Karen is a co-owner of Irish Yoga, a yoga studio in Bloomfield, New Jersey, and Extra Lucky Moms, an advocacy brand in the disability community. She is the author of the book, Ups, Downs, and Silver Linings. Welcome, Karen. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks so much for having me. So, Taryn, you've gone through some difficult times. Can you tell us a little bit about what you've experienced in recent years? Yeah. So, um, in 2016, my mom went in went and had open heart surgery. And as a result of some side effects that she had from that, she had a horrible uh, health situation that went on that actually she almost lost her life to. She wound up recovering from that and around the same time my mother-in-law actually passed away from cancer that she had been battling for a couple of years. We kind of settled from both of those things and then found out we were expecting our fourth daughter. Um, we got a surprise diagnosis of Down syndrome when uh, I was 13 weeks pregnant and then we also a few weeks after that found out that she would be born with a hole in her heart and would need heart surgery when she was very little. Then you add the pandemic. She was born two weeks after COVID shut us all down. um, And her heart surgery was in June of 2020. um, And that I had to navigate basically by myself because of all of the rules in the hospital at that time when it was so early in the pandemic. And then in um, early 2021, my mom had a recurrence of leukemia that she wound up passing away from in early April of 2021. So a lot went on which, uh, you know, was nice to take a deep breath from after things have settled, hopefully. And and first of all, I'm sorry for your losses. Um, I, too, Thank lost you. my mom and my dad and my sister and brother. So I do understand the grief of, of that experience alone. And then to go yeah. on and have a child, you know, when you're pregnant with a, with a baby, you have all of these dreams and, and hopes for that child's future. And to have someone tell you that you're going to be facing a particular challenge you know, that must have been devastating. What was that like when you heard those words from the doctor? It was shocking. It was certainly not what we expected. Like you said, we, um, you think that, you know, you have certain expectations and certain um, hopes when you are, are expecting a child and especially having three children before her, we just kind of thought, okay, here we go again. Like this is just going to be um, exactly the same. And uh, it was quite a curveball. Um what you know, I've learned then is that unexpected news doesn't necessarily mean bad news. Um, in the early days, it did feel like bad news because I think you you know you're 
mind does need to go through um, a little bit of grief because you have a child in your mind um, and certain things that you dreamt up about them and you have to kind of shift that perspective. But um, I've learned so much in the couple of years since those days and um, it's certainly not, like I said, unexpected news doesn't always translate to bad news. Right, because I think, you know, like you were saying, when when you're expecting a baby, you think your biggest problem will be, I'm not going to get any sleep, or will they eat, or whatever it might be. But it's that fear of the unknown, because I'm sure you didn't know about Down syndrome, and you know, you're probably an expert in it now, but it is that fear of the unknown. So would you share some of the things that you've learned about facing these unknown challenges? The biggest thing that I've learned is to stay present, and especially with having a child that has different needs. Um, than a neurotypical child, um, it, you know, it's easy to get caught up in the future. And I think when we think too much, even in any situation in life, when we think too much on in the future and when we project um, and, and let fear come into some, you know, into that, we're not living in the everyday moment. And with, with Raya, my daughter, it's when I keep myself present, I'm able to enjoy her timeline of things. I'm able to enjoy the little things that we um, learn along the way with her rather than worrying about what's going to happen when she's 50 years old, for example. Taking a moment to enjoy, like I said, those little things and, and really feeling grateful for the fact that they're not guaranteed when like she just learned um, officially to walk in the last week and she's two and a half years old with all my kids. They were walking a year and a half ago at this point, you know? So, but it's a celebration when she, you know, was officially walking was so much bigger because there was no guarantee that that came along with that. And I think a lot of it too, Taryn, is we have to let go of the supposed to be's. Like I I know I always found myself Mm -hmm. saying things like, well, they're not supposed to act that way, or that's not how it's supposed to be. And, and until you can let go of those supposed to be's, and you're always going to be feeling like you're experiencing all of these shattered expectations. But when you make that shift and you focus on all of the blessings, all of the wonderful things, it really does change everything in life. Absolutely. And I think that we have to also um, sometimes take a step back and realize that nobody, nothing about anybody's life is guaranteed. You know, one thing that I struggled with early on when we got her diagnosis and finding out that she was was a girl, um, you know, was oh my gosh, like she probably can't become a mom or she probably won't do this or she might not do that. And I was like, I had to kind of reality check myself and say, well, wait, who's to say any of my girls are going to do that either by choice or by circumstance? Who's, you know, who's to say that they're all going to become moms or they're all going to get married or they're all going to do this and that. And what's to say that that doesn't mean that their life would be any less fulfilling. So I really had to remind myself that there's nobody's future that is guaranteed from the very beginning. And Taryn, what role did gratitude play in all of this healing in the, in the way that you were able to shift your mindset? Gratitude really lets me tune in closer to the day-to-day because, you know, my gratitude practice is really trying to focus on specific things. And sometimes those are really, really tiny things. But um, when you look for those little things to feel grateful for, even on a day where you just feel like, you know, maybe you didn't get it right or you want to beat yourself up when you lay down, when you sit down and really say, okay, but what was, what was good? 
and you can pull these things out and and it leaves you with such a positive feeling to the day or even starting the day or however you know wherever gratitude fits into people's lives but um i always say when you look for things to be grateful for you find so much more in abundance that that comes your way to be grateful for i remember when i was going through all of the losses that I experienced, similar to you in a very short period of time, I had decided that I was going to take a journal and every night before bed, because I wanted to have positive thoughts before I went to sleep, I was going to write down five things for which I was grateful for that day. And I remember when Mm -hmm. I started, you know, at first I was struggling, you know, what am I grateful for? And then once you start writing, something happens, you don't stop at five. You start thinking of all of these different things. And you it really, for me, it made a big difference in how I was able to heal. How did you approach it? What was your practice? Yeah, so very similar. I, you know, uh, there's been all this advice out there over the years. Uh, write down five things you're, you're grateful for. And when I had started, I was kind of looking at it in almost too much of an obvious way. So I felt like I obviously should put down that I'm grateful for my kids. And I'm obviously grateful that, you know, I have food on the table. Um, But I think when we let ourselves get a little bit lower in the surface is when things really start to change. So I would try to call out specific things that happen. So maybe it was a conversation that I really enjoyed having with my daughter at dinner time, or maybe it was having a, you know, a conversation with a stranger at the coffee shop that was, you know, just a pleasant, you know, very pleasant conversation. And I think being able to hone in on those little things, um, it really helps enhance the process because, of course, we're all grateful on paper for all of the things that are very obvious or the biggest things in our life, right? So our children, our health, our house, our, you know, all of those type of things. But when we get, like I said, on a lower level and can really tune in is when we start to feel those things as they're happening. So we, you know, we might even then know when we're having one of those really good conversations that we're going to feel grateful for and and just start to sort of live that and exude that gratitude a little bit deeper. Taryn, tell us about your book, Ups, Downs, and Silver Linings. So the book is about uh, a lot of different things that happen in life. So it does start with when I went through a really debilitating depression when I had only two children at the time. Um, and it goes all the way through my daughter's heart surgery, losing my mom. But what I did in the book is I wrote about each of those things. And then you get to see my own version of a gratitude journal at the end of each chapter. So you get to see what I was grateful for in those situations. And, you know, even a chapter like losing my mom, you'll see a list of things that I was grateful for, whether it was certain things that I felt um for her and towards her, um, or whether it was the helpers around that time um, who, you know, who surrounded me and supported me during that time. Because I, you know, I hope what you see through the book is that there's positives to be found in any every situation, and there's something that you can take from a situation and grow and learn. So there are a bunch of chapters that do center around our Down syndrome diagnosis. So you'll get to see how that diagnosis was presented. Um, you know, what the journey in my own mind, because like you said earlier, I, I started out knowing nothing about Down syndrome. I had never even met somebody with Down syndrome. So I had 
immediately made up all these stories in my head of how life was going to be. So you get to see kind of the the transition that my own mind goes in of realizing how little I knew. And then as I learned just how much I was able to see so much positive in my daughter's future and her life. And Karen, where can our listeners go to get more information about you and your work? So I would love if everyone would head to my website, KarenLaganegro.com. There is a link to purchase the book through Amazon um, there. And then I'll continue to add on local uh, retailers and other ways that people can purchase it. Um, And you can also learn a little bit more about us and some of the work that I do uh, in my advocacy journey. Um, So yeah, KarenLaganegro.com is the best place to find all of that. Karen, thank you so much for joining us. You know, I, I agree with you. I hope that our listeners can learn to see the silver linings no matter what challenging situation he or she is facing. I, I know in my own life, it has really helped me to move through some very difficult times and everything that you've shared, it, it's done the same for you. So thank you for being here to share such an important message with us. Thanks so much, Joan. I really appreciate it. Thank you for joining us. I hope you found the show informative. At Change Your Attitude, Change Your Life, we believe that knowledge is power. Take what you've learned, apply it, and live your best life now. Remember that the information provided is the opinion of our guest and should never replace the advice of a professional who knows your personal situation. If you'd like more information, visit our website, cyacyl.com. That stands for Change Your Attitude, Change Your Life. While on our site, listen to past shows on demand, read the digital magazine, sign up for our mailing list, and be sure to follow the show on social media. Until next time, this is Joan Herman. Thanks for tuning in.